Welcome to Butt Making Funny Podcast, where we are unpacking life, love, loss, using humor. I'm your host, Zay, and who we got here? We got your girl, who? Yessie, you already know. And then we have a special guest, the beautiful Kayla, in the building with us today. We're happy to have you, Kayla. And like always, we have a uh, topic, excuse me, for today's podcast. Today, we'll be discussing why pussy and dick are not valentine day gifts let's get into it all right we back at it for another episode zay kayla how y'all feeling i'm feeling good Mm. Let's get my drink going. Y'all already, yep. y'all already into it. Oh yeah, we ain't pouring up at the beginning like we usually do. What you drinking though, Kayla? What you feeling? What little, you drinking? You know, I got a little Ciroc out the fridge. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna put it in this wine glass and get her like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know we love being bougie. We love the bougie. <laughs> I'm drinking uh, tequila. It's really mixed with it. It's a little mixed drink today because I, to you guys, I am not letting Yessie get me drunk today. So I am drinking a mixed drink. Um, to start us off, but by the end, I might be taking shots. What you drinking, Yessie? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm I'm having a mixed drink too, a tequila with some with some fruit punch. You know, classy. Very classy. I cannot wait. Very to bougie, scratchy, though. Yeah. So to start off our uh podcast, you guys, you guys know we always start out with some type of game. Today we are having a drunk debate, and the title of this series is "I'll Die on This Hill." So we are going to have a series of questions, and we're going to tell our, our point of view on it. Some may be problematic, some may not may not be problematic. Are y'all ready to start? I am. All right. So just to get us started, make sure everybody take a sip. Let's just all take another sip. Cheers. Just a, a getting started sip. Cheers to the debate. Um, To incorporate drinking, every time somebody say a word, we're going to drink. You be saying I'm the one that be getting him drunk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My bad. My bad. All right. So my first question is, how do you feel about listening to R. Kelly music? Happy people. What you mean? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. If, if if our parents didn't stop when they caught them the first time and then, you know, they just let it ride, I don't understand why we have to be punished. Like, why are we the generation that got to go without the music? <laughs> you know, I'm on the same vibe about the R. Kelly. Like, uh, I still be bumping my playlists, but I hate the bitches that be like, are you seriously playing R. Kelly? Uh, yes. Me? <laughs> that's you oh okay well come on what's it she bitches I'm, come on no no okay. i'm like um i don't listen to his music but it's not because of like activism it's more just because like i never had him like listen to a lot of his music anyways um but like in public when we go places like if a song like plays i'm like oh okay but i'm not i'm not going out of my way to tell people to stop listening to it's okay. the same it's the same way like how are you going to have like that deep of an opinion about something that like doesn't affect you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, I want you guys to understand we're not taking up for R. Kelly. Whatever uh, they say he did, he did that shit. He did that shit. 
<laughs> he did that shit. Like, um, mine. He did it. Like, you know, but also his music is fine as fuck. He did. He did that shit too. Like, he did that. <laughs> Monty always say we gotta separate Robert from R. Kelly because they two different, you know, they two different people. We don't know Robert. That is true. Robert was the molester, the pedophile, and R. Kelly was the music genius. And 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 when we learn how to separate them, we can move forward. So we're gonna close that debate saying um, it's your preference to listen to R. Kelly, but don't be the bitch in the party that uh try to call people calls call people out for listening to it because. If you're in my party, bitch, it's going to be time for you to leave. Precisely. We know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. What else? Okay. Here's another one. Mm -hmm. Will we, or did we, excuse me, did we forgive Chris Brown? If anybody needs a refresher, Chris Brown beat the shit out of Rihanna um, in 2000 and... Yeah, back then. And yeah, he got a lot of backlash for it. And I know a lot of people, quote unquote, canceled him. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, he always in the media with shit popping off about him. So yeah. Did we forgive him for doing that to Rihanna? Do we not? Do we still hold like a, a torch, like in solidarity? I forgive him for beating Rihanna ass. Um, at one point it was a one-on-one fight, but also he didn't beat my ass though. So <laughs> if Rihanna forgave him, like did, you know, I can't say nothing about it. Uh, but Chris Brown do got the hits too. But also, like, it's, I don't know, because I kind of think he's a crackhead now, but that's my own pers- personal opinion about him. How do you feel about kids. this? Yeah, how do you feel about Kayla? Love Chris Brown. Um, I could say that I forgave him, but, you know, I definitely haven't forgot. You know, if it came down to it between Chris Brown and Rihanna, I'm going to stand with Rihanna on her canceling me, you know, so... Yeah, I still listen to Chris Brown, but I ain't forgot that he a knock a bitch upside the head. All right. Mm-hmm. Bite him bite him on the face of everything. Exactly. Yeah. I I'm not gonna never forget that. So he a bite motherfucker. So what's the judgment on that, Yessie? I feel like we're all in a pretty good consensus. Like that she ain't got nothing to do with me. So yeah, I wanna yeah. <laughs> Them hands was directed towards her for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like, yeah. yeah. Like, for me, it's like that. Like, it's like you said. Like, if the person who got their ass beat forgave the person, what the fuck I look like holding a torch of, like, no, screw you. You know what I mean? And then also, like, for people who are like that, like, I want I want people to have that kind of energy, but for, like, people that they actually know, like, you know, mm-hmm. like your homeboy that you hang out with. Yeah, he be he be raping women. You should tell him that that's unacceptable. <laughs> you know, like don't have energy towards celebrities that don't know who you are. Will never feel any kind of effect. You know, if you stop listening to their music, like keep that energy and that need for justice, like with people that you within your community. Yeah, within your community. Absolutely. So that's that's the verdict on that. All right. My next question is. How do you feel about people crying on social media? When I say crying, I mean recording themselves like crying. We'll start with you, Kayla. How do you feel? I find it <laughs> completely pathetic. Like, first of all, <laughs> why are you in tears and you just <laughs> gotta unlock your phone and <laughs> like what what tip? Like, no, that's pathetic. You're you're faking and you need to leave. You need to leave. <laughs> Why you need to leave? Well, how do you feel, Yessie? No, 
Kayla, you said what needed to be said. That's it. Exactly what I wanted to say. I be thinking like what go through their mind. Like I'm crying. Let me pick up my phone and unlock it. <laughs> let me sit my let me set my phone up. But not even that. Y'all know the little moment after you like record your video and you watch it. <laughs> like is that like are they still crying during that moment? You know what I'm talking about when you watch it and then post it and then add the caption. No, this is how it goes. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Okay, did the cry over? Okay. Okay. I feel like my tears were okay. <laughs> Take two. Like, to, to get ass, like, cause there's just no fucking way. There's just no fucking way. Like, I don't, I do not, they don't get no sympathy from me. Like, yeah. I just, no. So the verdict is, the verdict is that if you upload a video crying, nine times out of 10, we're not giving you sympathy. Uh, we are laughing at you. Cause I laugh at everybody. I see upload date crying and I actually like send it to my friends. So we all can okay. laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla then got a couple of those videos. Like, look at this bitch, like fake crying. Like, I like you gotta send it to somebody. Like, is this bitch crying for real? Um, so the verdict is please stop doing that shit. Please stop. Like, it don't it don't help you. Like, we laughing at you. We laughing at you. We laughing at you. What's the next debate? Um, oh my goodness. We've been talking so much <laughs> about like celebrities. Um, are we still mm -hmm. rocking with Kanye? Yay or nay? Oh, I see what you did there. Okay. <laughs> it's a nay for me. It's a um he cool, but it's also like I'm I'm not like on the council train for him, but I'm not like going out my way to listen to his stuff, to buy his products, to um I really think he he has a really serious problem. I kind of feel like he hates himself in a way, um, by, by a lot of things that he do. Um, including always having a white girlfriend or ha always having a girlfriend that the exotic girlfriend that looked just like Kim Kardashian with the, the looking like he just brought to the part his uh, movie premiere the other day. Um, so, yeah, it's a no for me. Like anything Kanye do or his new name, Ye, I, mm, I don't support, but I ain't on the council train, but it's just I'm going to shut up and mind my business with him. What about you, Kayla? I love Kanye and I'm going to stand with Kanye. I don't give a damn what Kanye do. I'm going to be behind Kanye because I think Kanye is brilliant. I don't care. Y'all just don't be knowing how he be feeling. And you know what? Every time he do something, I be trying to make sense of it. And it makes sense to me. So, no, no. People think I'm crazy too. So it's, it's me and Kanye together. We the K's. Birds of a feather flock together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the verdict, Gassie? The verdict is just to eat their own, to eat their own. If he's not your cup of tea, that's perfectly fine. If he is, that's also perfectly fine. I'm just, my whole philosophy on life right now is I don't worry about people who are outside my tax bracket. <laughs> my tax bracket is real. <laughs> she, right, and that's all. I don't be worried about too many people. Marry all them little fucking lambs she had. All right, y'all. <laughs> to close our game out, we definitely going to end with a little sippy sip. Take a little sippy sip to close us out. Let me make sure I sip for real because my friends be watching the podcast. They be like, you be fake sipping. So I be they know. At least they right. know. Because you do. I don't want to be drunk. Streets. All right. So some current events. How about Biden funding a program to hand out crack pipes? Um... Like, I, I get what he's trying to do, 
But at this point, do you think Biden is for the culture or against the culture? I've had a problem with Biden ever since he said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. So I, I <laughs> immediately, I said, well, I just stopped trusting him immediately. Um, as far as him doing the handing out crack pipes, um, I think I just refuse to believe that or process it. I think they like just doing this for headlines and like, like maybe there's a bigger picture. I'm, I'm hopeful. So I'm just being optimistic that that's not exactly what's going on. But if it is, he ain't getting another term. I mean, he already not, but he really <laughs> term. <laughs> that's all period. Okay. Yeah, see how you feeling. So apparently, because I had to read up more on it, because I was like, there's no fucking way. And you know how social mm-hmm. media is. They're going to take the most lucrative shit and make that the headline, you know, to like get mm-hmm. you to read. But apparently, like the whole thing is that they're funding like a program where like anti-harm measures. So it's not just like giving people sterile equipment to like use drugs, but it's like also like HIV testing and um um you know, treatment for like HIV yeah. and AIDS, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, but still, I don't fucking like love the, what, do, what, how do they say? They'd be like, love the message, hate the messenger. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I feel. Like, I'm down with like, you know, what they're trying to do, but fuck him and fuck that it's coming from him because no. First of all, this shit should have happened 25 years ago when they introduced crack to the black community. So that's when we should have been doing that, but whatever. We're going to let it. We're going hmm. to take it. Also, I read about it. Um, the people who started this, the people who started this headline was Fox News, you guys. Fake news. Fake news. Oh, my goodness. Fox News are the people who started this headline. Um, and just like, uh, yes, he said, it's the, he are, he's funding programs that's bringing like uh, prevention measures to the two different neighborhoods. Like um, they're, they're tackling um, the epidemic of crack. They're, ta- they're tackling people using dirty needles because, you know, uh, that's the way that people are uh, transmitting HIV by, you know, doing drugs with dirty needles. So that is one of the things that is a part of that of that um grant that he's given out so it is definitely definitely a tactic from fox news and they do they do shit like this i hate fox news with a passion like they they when anything related to the black community they gonna turn around and make a negative stereo a negative headline because they know the headline gonna want run with it the thing i'm disappointed in it in it is that our sources and when i say our sources i'm talking about the shade mm-hmm. also went with the headline like it would do no research they so shady over there. You can't, you know, you can't trust them to not to get in on some good old shade. Mm-hmm. The, like they did not do no research on it. They just went with the headline, and then just like some of the ignorant people who only in the cha- in the shade room we trust. Let's just start there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm one of those ignorant people. Like when I research on shade room, I'm be like, you seen what happened on the news? Like, <laughs> like that's the vibe that happened. And that's what happened. So. To each his own. Um, First of all, yeah. we want stimulus checks, not crack pipes. Exactly. So, so I'm gonna need I'm gonna need Sleepy Joe. That's what they be calling him. I'm gonna need Sleepy Joe to get with the fucking program because it's given performative. Like here we are. You ignore everything. We want student loan forgiveness. Where that at? Exactly. We want stimmies. Where that at? Like you worried about. Mm, Cause he said he was like he was like vote me in and I'm gonna forgive student loans and then once he got in he was like psych but that's our <laughs> even him you know yeah, yeah you know but yeah. we know better now 
Yep. So to move forward to the next topic, uh, back to Yay. Him, Kim, and Yay has has been having an ongoing feud on social media for the last two weeks. When I talk about going back and forth, all right. So some background information: the rapper said the rapper said on Saturday uh, that Kim had accused him of taking out a taking out a hit on her, um, and then <laughs> right, I believe that shit though. Um, and then he said, I'm not, and then he responded, I'm not playing about my black children anymore. Um, he reportedly wrote on Sunday. And then they have been feuding over social media for the last two weeks. Um, it went from not being invited to the birthday, to uh, his child's birthday party, to not allowing the kids for, then Kim not allowing the kids to go to Chicago, Chicago, and then also Northwest having a TikTok without um, his permission. So my question is to you guys, um, are all these things justified in Kanye being mad or is he really crazy and controlling? It's really hard to tell, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, with those things, both parents should be consulted as far as birthday parties and if if their child is going to have TikTok because at the end of the day, that's both of their child. But look at who we talking about here is... Kim, who is big, don't give a fuck, and Kanye, big, don't give a fuck. So they just, at this point, they having a pissing contest in front of yep. everybody. <laughs> so I feel like he's reaping the consequences of fucking with that family, and I ain't sorry. Yeah. I ain't sorry. There's because that. never wanted to listen. First of all, that family, like, is, okay. They're evil. They vultures. They, they culture. They're culture vultures. They go out of their way to find black men to reproduce with. There's nothing. I don't care what nobody tells me. That ain't no like. Oh, it's a preference or oh no 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 no. Because I find that shit really fucking weird. I find it really fucking weird that they go out of the like. Kourtney Kardashian, the only one, the only one who's never like. Um, I even think I have had a relationship with like a black man, but every, all of them, all of them. And that's, is weird to me is it gives me like a weird vibe of like, they fetishize that, you know, they yeah. fetishize the dark skin. They fetishize like, you know, those things that like slave owners and shit and slave owners wives used to fetishize, you know? So I'm, mm, I don't know. Mm-mm. Yeah. They definitely do give a weird vibe. Um, Kayla, you got something to say? Yeah, okay. um, just that they turned their whole family from Armenian to black now. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got a black bloodline over there, like several black bloodlines over there now. So, yeah. yeah. And I kind of feel like they wanted that, though. Like, I think that's what they wanted to, like, even when they be doing little shit like cornrows and stuff like that, like, I kind of feel like they wanted their bloodline to go to black, and that's exactly what they did. So now their next bloodline, is a black bloodline, you know, they got black in them. So, um, and them the bitches, them the white bitches, they be like, my children are black, <laughs> but still, be- <laughs> yeah. but still be doing racist shit. My kids are black. Hey, can I have the police here? It's a black man outside my house. Like them, that's a those, those type of bitches. So <laughs> let's just end this uh, segment by saying the, uh, the Kardashians are culture vultures. Like, I'm sorry, I'm, but not sorry. Um, so have, so in New York city, the mayor, Eric Adams is working on tackling the violence, violence in the city. And while doing so, one of the methods that he is planning is to ban trap music. So he want to ban trap music off of social media. So my question to you guys is, 
is it the music or is it the parents not monitoring their kids' internet activity? I mean, what is it? Music has, it's sad to say, but music has a bigger influence than a lot of parents. Like, parents can only control what they can see or what they know about. So mm -hmm. if once the once the kid is at school or somewhere else, there's someone else. So I think, I mean, music just does have to take the hit on this because I mean, there it's a big influence, like, and it's heavy. You should raise your kids to not be a follower and to not feed into stuff like that. But at the same time, you really can't control it. And music has a bigger responsibility since they got the bigger platform. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm in total agreements, agreements about that. Um, I kind of like 50-50, like I kind of think it's the music because I'm um, teaching in schools, you can see like how the kids are desensitized to a lot of stuff. And it's only because they see your music videos, oh, we glorifying having the guns, we glorifying killing this person, oh, these people being killed, like, oh, that's glorified. So now in school, certain stuff, the kids laugh about like, you saw the lyrics with people talking about they smoking on people dead pack. Right. Smoking on guys dead. That's an insult in school now. So the kids use that in school. Like they be like, oh, I'm smoking on your pack. Talk about the, the kids dead. And they so I'll be laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> the kid be getting so mad. Talk about he said he was smoking on my dead pack. I was like, Are you dead? Like, <laughs> like you're talking to me. Like, how's he smoking? You're mad about, like, you're talking to me, so are you dead? No. But he said he's talking about dead. But are you dead? No. Like, <laughs> but he's not even smoking, sir. Like, he's not even smoking. So, you know, it's, the, it's that. But then it's also, on another hand, the, the parents don't monitor their kids' activity. And because of social media and a lot of other things, um, kids are becoming more, they're, they're becoming growner um, than they age um they see a lot of stuff on internet that we wasn't privy to because we we to, when we was growing up to have our internet we had to uh get on the computer you know what i'm saying like and the computer be in the living room like so everybody see what you get down exactly. like, right? they could do it in the privacy of their little room on their phone and watch anything so i don't know it's it's, it's a kind of it's the music as well as the parents not um you know doing what they gotta do what about how do you feel yesi I feel like it's kind of like a load of shit. Like, I feel like it's a load of shit. Like, yeah, that's where you're going to go. That's how you want to resolve violence is like limiting people's access to music. It's like, there's so much more that you can do that could actually have a bigger impact. Like if you opened more childcare centers in New York city, it would make it easier for families to not have to leave their kids at home alone by themselves while they go to work. If you made more like after school opportunities available, it would be easier for kids to have things to do and not be home by themselves and potentially like out in the streets, getting influenced by people who, you know, aren't really guiding them in the right way. So I feel like that's a little bit of a cop-out to be like, oh, I'm working towards reducing violence, but the first place you're going to go to is the music. Like, I agree with you both that like music does have a really big influence, you know, in how we, you know, how we feel, you know, how we like our moods and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a little bit irresponsible for the mayor like who has so much power to like do that like i feel like it should be parents that are making that decision in their own home of like 
So in my home, I'm going to limit your use of social media and like the kind of music that you listen to as much as I can. The man should be working on something completely fucking different. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. He should be working on programs to tackle the violence, like free programs. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like if the neighborhoods have more program, I think, I think, It'll be less people on the corners to even be, be in the rap videos. Because you know, rap. It'd be a lot of other in the rap videos. Like, and what the what the drill or the trap music is sending. Like there there are also other things you can do and get into to feel cool or to be cool. You know, yeah. right? I don't know. You know, we'll see. We will see. So I got a question for you guys. Y'all ready for it? But we'll see. You already for it? Music. Oh, sorry. All right. So <laughs> you're really disrespecting me because I had something to say. I was trying to add a little. Oh, sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, me. You could just say that. No, I don't. I really don't. I love you guys. Yo, oh I'm, my god. I'm done with my drink, y'all. Shit. You need to pour another one because I'm drinking mine too. So I got a question for you guys. Uh, Kayla and Yessie, uh, what's y'all body counts? Thirty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Our body counts at what point in life? Like, (laughs) (laughs) and what are we count? Mm. What are we counting? Like, are we are we counting the time? Like, if do we count if I came or like? It's okay. It's okay. Body count resets every year. Body count every year. Wow. That's what I was trying to figure out. That's what I was trying to figure out. Okay. Yeah. So then I'm back at zero. I'm back at zero because I ain't fucked nobody this year. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. I'm just okay. I'm just trying to figure that out. I was I'm like, you know, one. Cause... I'm at one with my man. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So you know, this year, this year, okay. Yeah. It, it reset. <laughs> so what so what do you so this this episode is talking about thoughty, um, thought or not. Um, and the big thing is that people love to say this person a hoe or you a hoe for doing this or you a hoe for doing that. Do you even think like what do you what is a what is a hoe? Who is a hoe? Like at this point in life, like because me, I don't think I'm a hoe. I just think I'm friendly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just think I'm friendly. Like I just think I like people. I'm a people person. Like at this point, I'm a people person. Yeah, I don't think I'm a hoe. So how y'all feel about that? Um, I don't think hoes are hoes. I think some people like to express themselves in different ways. <laughs> some people use their private parts to express themselves. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> We're gonna be expressive. <laughs> How you feel about it, Yes? Um <laughs> You gotta take a drink for that. I'm ready for it. If you a hoe, I'm a hoe. I'm whatever you need me to be. As long as- <laughs> I'm a thought. Give me lit. <laughs> like, nah, all jokes aside, like I feel like that that shit is like outdated because ultimately everybody has their own criteria for what they think, quote unquote, a hoe is. So, like for example, um, you have person A who has a certain standard person B has a different one. You might be a hold of one and you might be perfectly okay and normal to the other. So don't nobody got to worry about that shit. Like, I don't, I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Um, I would say being a um, gay male that is real easy for people to call you a hoe. 
Um, mm. But I don't um, look at it as being a hoe. Um, I just think I'm a people person, you know, like I said earlier. Um, and, you know, yes, see, we was roommates. You know, I'm a, I'm a people person, you know. I... I remember that yesterday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so y'all, so y'all look when my niggas used to come. We used to leave. Yes, he be like, y'all don't even say bye. Y'all be like, I. Saying it too. I, I started saying it too with them because I was like, shit, I'm gonna say bye to them too. I, <laughs> you know, and that's the that's the that's it right there. But I'm gladly uh, my body count restarted. Um, just to give y'all a small story of how me and Kayla became friends. And this is how I knew we was going to be friends. Because I was like, oh, you a hoe? I'm a hoe too. Like, And then we grabbed hands and started walking down the um, thing. <laughs> so we in college. Look, yes, yeah, so we in college, right? And Kayla's coming out her dorm room. And I'm sitting. This is when I didn't do no work or nothing. I didn't, do, I didn't go to class or nothing. So me and my Chicago friends, we all sitting outside Kayla's door. So Kayla comes out uh, to go to the club. She all dressed nice in her little cheetah print dress. I said, like, ooh. We talk about her. We making fun. And she walked down the street. We like, okay. You look nice. Okay. We geeking geek her up. Right? All right. So she go get in the car, go to the club or whatever. So then we leave, you know, everybody, you know, they night come back and then we go in the morning, breakfast, lunch, you know, we come back for dinner. After dinner over, we come back and sit on Kayla porch. Next thing you know, Kayla come walking in with that same dress. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I told Kayla, when I said Kayla, I was like, did you have it on yesterday? <laughs> Yo. Oh, she cussed me out so fucking bad. Talking about, about your fucking business. This ain't got nothing to do with you. Like, I was like, oop, my bad. Like, I was just saying. But then that's why I knew. I was like, oh, she a hoe. I'm one too. Like, we could be friends. We could be whole friends. So, oh my God. that's how we got. That's how we became friends. And I'm so excited to have a hoe as my friend. Like, <laughs> like I'm so. <laughs> I am so honored. So, like, so we discussed what is a hoe, but also, um, have any? Have you guys ever had a hoe face? Several, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> is it just one? Like, right? Like, which, which phase? Okay, I had a hoe phase in college, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a hoe phase after, like my, uh, like after my first big breakup. Like I, like kind of just, I got out there. You know, it's important to have a hoe phase, though. That how you gonna find out what you like? <laughs> you know, well, right? Sexually, <laughs> exactly. yeah. So. Yeah, like I like when this person did this, Ooh, and I also like when this person did that. Like, so if we put that together, that's a good nigga. <laughs> I'm building yeah. my have you had a whole off of these experiences. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Like, I love that. Like, I feel like it's true. Like, you, I was like a bit of a, like a late bloomer. So, like, I didn't lose my virginity until I was 18. I was a sophomore in college. So, like, I was very like, and even then, like, even like when we talk about like sexual experiences, like I didn't really start experimenting until like my senior year of high school. So I was real behind. I had to, I had to catch up. So the only way I could catch up was having my whole face. So I really took that commitment. I really set a goal and I crushed my fucking goal. I know that's right. I crushed my goal and I'm so proud. I'm so proud. It's it's all about setting goals and accomplishing it. Exactly. Like that's what life is about. That's like if you like because right just like kayla i'm on whole phase number like i'm on whole phase seven i'm on phase seven of like my hold'em and 
I have to say this phase is going awesome. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm actually like talking with dudes, connecting with them, you know, sucking dick really well. Um, that's something I, I do. Think, um, yeah, first, of all, little, first of all, connecting. <laughs> connecting. You already violating the rules of the first of the whole phase. You're not connecting with nobody. <laughs> it's it's phase seven. No, that's phase seven. Y'all still on level three. I'm on phase. I'm on y'all still on phase three. I'm on phase seven. So on phase seven is when you start getting to collect it. You were you're a little more mature. A little secret. Yeah, I'm a mature. I'm I'm a little more friendly. It's like I'm I'm a hoe, but I'm also trying to get to know people at the same time. Like oh, yeah, we at that age. So yeah, like, cause I'm trying. I'm tired. Of, like, I'm tired of it. Like, you know, well, Yessie, she in a whole relationship, so she done with her whole phase. Um, but I'm a me and Kayla. I'm a committed hoe. I'm out here. Why, <laughs> right. Kayla? You single? You single? I am single. <laughs> oh yes. And ready to mingle. Okay. And that's on what Mary and all them fucking lambs that she had. Period. Mm-hmm. All right. Definitely. You said what? She I said you think Mary had a whole face. I Mary, I think. Lambs. Why you think Mary had all them fucking lambs? Okay. She used to go collect them bitches from them niggas. Like she like nigga, give me my lamb, ho. Like and she used to be fucking them. Right. Wait, so real quick, before we move from whole phase, like mm-hmm. I want to. What are what is y'all definitions of a whole phase? Like what are the interactions you have with others? What when you're in this phase? Like are you going out with them to like eat and then y'all fuck or do y'all just fuck? Do y'all make love? Like what is what is like the typical interaction for a whole phase? I mean, I would say. So for me, a whole phase is when I go on a lot of dates with a lot of different guys. Now, I'm not fucking every single guy, mm-hmm. but I'm not limiting myself to fucking one if I'm going to fuck, okay? <laughs> and I'm fucking all of them, but in my mind, there is no limit. If I do want to fuck them all, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to hold that against me. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and contrary to what um, Killer said, whole faith for me is to fuck all of them. Like, because I have to see who's the best. Like, I have to rank them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be a ranking. You know. So, you know, she might she trying to keep it pretty because you know she a female. You know, the females really get it bad or the whole shit. But I'm going to um, fuck all of them, and then I'm going to call my friends and tell them about it. Like, yeah, this nigga he did well. He did the job. Yes, you know. Yeah, like it did. It, it it was a success. Uh, it was bad. I never call him again. He can't. He can't even write. My, he can't even write me. You know, that's yeah. my whole phase. But that's that was that was like phase two and three. So now on phase seven is definitely going out to dinner. Take me out to dinner. You know, um, to going to dinner. Like dating. I feel like that's dating. I feel like for me, the whole phase is when like you fucking with people that you know you have no intentions of taking it further with. Like, you know, like, it's just like, I'm here to like, fuck or to potentially see if like, you would be someone that would be great to fuck. And then like but that's- going out to dinner, like y'all having like real conversations about real shit. Like if you're part of my whole roster, like, I don't care about your family. <laughs> like, I don't care. About your it's like, sir, we're here to like, get the business done. Like, 
That's why it's phases, though. That's why it's phases. Like, I, feel, I really think, like, a whole phase isn't just one phase, though, to be honest. Like, I really don't think it's just, like, one thing. I really think it's, like, a, a like a different phase. And when I say I'm on level seven, it's, like, to actually going out to dinner to get to know people and just to have a rotation. Like, have a roster. Like, okay, I got three motherfuckers. Like, if this one busy, I'm going to go to this one. If that one's busy, I'm going to go to that one. Like, it's... it's I think the older you get, the more mature your whole phase is become. Yeah. You know? And then the whole phase can also put fuck you into a relationship, you know? This is true. Let's start there. Let's start we'll there. beg you to stop. Please. <laughs> be with me. <laughs> and you'll be like, no, I've been hurt too many times before, bitch. <laughs> okay. I'm never- I don't trust you. All right. So could we say... Um, a whole phrase like is it really about sexual liberation or is it like suppressed trauma so you know like with dealing with sex sometimes it could be a trauma tool like it could be I was I was this uh, I was assaulted I was sexually assaulted now I'm uh, promiscuous uh, versus I just like to have sex just to have sex because I'm sexually, sexually liberated so do you think that a whole phase is of sexual trauma versus um, just being sexually liberated. I mean, what y'all stands on? I that? mean, I guess it depends on on what happens before the whole phase. I know my my whole phases are a result of my feelings being hurt, and I'm trying to detach myself mm-hmm. from what hurt me and like move on. Trauma uh, response. Yeah. Trauma. Right. Trauma. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, you know. uh, Oh, um, I was going to say, like, because I used to be one of those um, that I used to be like, no, I have a whole phase because I am sexually liberated. There is nothing wrong with women wanting to have a lot of sex. Like, this is perfectly fine. And then I kind of realized, like, no, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Like, it was really like a trauma response. It was like, oh, you know, you feel abandoned by the people that you love the most. So now you're purposely going to seek out the most, like, non-string attached, most emotionally unavailable men that you can find just to avoid mm-hmm. like feeling things again. Um, but that took a lot of like, that took like a lot, a lot of um, like reflection. Basically. Yeah. And that's what we love. You know what that's called? Growth. Like we love that. <laughs> We love that. Uh, for me, it's, de- it's definitely um, been a trauma response to a lot of situations, um, just like Kayla. Like, it's to detach. Like, a, if a nigga, because back in my prom, I used to love Dio dudes. Like, I, that used to be my thing. Like, I used to be like, oh, uh, oh he cute. He got a baby mama. Oh, he cute. He got a girl. Like, now the, I'm an older gay, so now that shit is not attractive. That shit is just get the fuck away from me before I tell your baby mama, get away from me. Get move, move. Move, bitch. Like, that's how I'd be. Like, get the fuck away from me, bitch. But um, I used to fall in love with, with dudes that didn't fall in love back with me. So mm-hmm. then once they, they do what they came to do, like, and then they break your heart, you be like, I'm just going to be a hoe. Fuck these niggas. Like, you know, and that's what it's become, you know. So now that I'm on phase seven, it's actually like, <laughs> I feel like I'm sexually liberated because, like, I don't fuck with a certain type of dude. Like the dudes that I used to love, like I don't now at, on phase seven of my whole phase, um, I don't. Like I'll be like, no, nah, I'm good. Thank you, though. It's a compliment. Thank you. But no, nah, I'm fine. No, nah, I'm fine. You know, so with that being said, um, 
Have you guys ever had a sneaky link? And what's one of your, I want to hear a story about like what's, um, was one of your most, uh, surprising sneaky links, like, um, traumatic sneaky links. <laughs> How about that? Traumatic sneaky links. I'm going to go make y'all another me... drink. Okay. I'm going to get started. I'm going to get started. <laughs> on the, uh, traumatic sneaky links. Start us. You go... <laughs> So what's your most traumatic sneaky <laughs> I can't stand her. What's your most traumatic sneaky link story? I'm trying to think. You know, you blew up my sneaky link story when I was coming back in my cheetah dress. <laughs> that was supposed to be very sneaky. That wasn't even yeah. happen like that. <laughs> we are cheetah girls, cheetah sister. <laughs> two points, two points. For, forever, forever, forever. Like, I'll give a fuck what nobody say. Okay, my most traumatic sneaky link, y'all. I met this dude online. And this was in college. And when <laughs> I met this dude online, y'all. So we was talking, we was blah, blah, blah. We was, we was like, okay, link up. I'm like, okay. So he came and picked me up. And he was like, um, we could go to... We could go, oh, okay, you know, this is my, like, deal, dudes. He's like, oh, we can't go to my house, somebody in my house. But I know a, a, a cut. So, you know, me in my whole face, I'm like, okay, the fuck? You got a van? We could do it outside. Like, this ain't nothing. So, he get to drive it, right, y'all? So, he get in the van. He get to drive it. I'm like, okay, so where the cut? Like, I'm looking like, where the cut at? He keep driving. I said, okay, so what? <laughs> are we here? <laughs> So we get to going, like, and we get off the expressway really far. Like, it's, like, 15 minutes. Like, we like we, we talking, but, like, it's, like, he also, like, fidgety and stuff. So I'm, like, what the fuck going on? Yes, y'all. So he, like, fidgety. So I'm, like, what the fuck going on? So we get to going. We get to going. And then we get off the expressway, and we get to going down this dark-ass street. Like, it was going towards a lot of fucking just woods and shit. Like, so y'all know what I did? I jumped the fuck out that car while I was moving because I... <laughs> Exactly, yes. Oh my god, y'all. I was convinced. I was convinced that he was gonna kill me. Like I was convinced. Like, cause after a while I was like, <laughs> like I was like, oh, right, like, oh, okay. Like I got like I'm like, where we going? He's like, it's just around the corner, but it was too many corners for me. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it was too right. many. Oh, uh, we didn't turn too many corners, sir. Which corner? Now pointed out. So he didn't tell me, so I jumped the fuck out. And I start running. So he like, hey, 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 what you doing? What you doing? Hey. I'm running, y'all. My big ass is running. So I'm running. It's a hill. It's a hill. I'm running down the hill. At the bottom of the hill is a gas station. So I wait in front of the gas station. And I call one of my friends, like, please come kick, pick me up. And I tell them, like, the funny part is this, is, this is how my best friend felt that I was gay. So this is how my best friend felt that I was gay. So I'm like, please come pick me up. Somebody just tried to fucking kill me. <laughs> Somebody just tried to kill me. Please come pick me up. Please come, come pick me up. And he was like, what? What you talking about? What you talking about? And then he came to pick me up. And then in the car, he was like, what happened? Like, I had to like I had to confess. Like, nigga, I'm gay. And I met this dude online. And he just tried to kill me. Like, you know? And to this day, that is the fucking funniest inside of me and one of my best friends have. And now the world knows it, y'all. Now y'all know my uh, tra traumatic sneaky lick story. Because the only person know is me and my best friend. But now everybody know it. But I fucks with him. Thank you for come picking me up. I fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> did, 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 the, did the murderer ever reach out? No, 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 y'all. I really was convinced. 
No, no, he didn't. He didn't come to the gas station or nothing. And and he never and he never reached back out. You know, actually, I'm lying. He did reach back out, and I fucked him. But he had to come to my house. He had to come to my house. So basically, you learn nothing about potentially being murdered. You know, at that age, no. But now, as now, like now, I don't play that shit. But at that age, on phase seven, you know that that was. Fuck that up. was one. That was yeah. That was phase one, and I was like, "Damn, I'm still gonna get it." Okay, okay. that was my traumatic story. One of you bitches turn. Okay, so <laughs> in college, I picked out a sneaky link. He had a car, a off-campus apartment, a job. You know, perfect sneaky link, right? Because I don't gotta stay on campus with you. I don't gotta hop no windows or no crazy shit like that. That's how I like it. But I was talking to this other boy too. We are like, we are just talk all day, every day, texting and carrying on. And we been, have been texting all day. I'm talking about, I didn't text him all the way up until I got in the car with my sneaky link. So <laughs> even, even while I'm in the car with my sneaky link, cause he don't give a fuck. <laughs> we, we about to stop and get some late night Wendy's and shit. I'm still texting the boy. And I looked in the in like the rearview mirror and i noticed somebody was in the back seat why was him no they was cool and he needed a ride (laughs) so i had to play it like i was player as hell like you back there and what's it (laughs) like yeah i want uh, um chicken i want the chicken nuggets when we got to Wendy. <laughs> and I'm not even cold-hearted like that. Like I was I was sick. I was like, oh my God. I can't believe he probably back there hurt as fuck. Cause he know what he know what I'm getting picked up for. He know what we we know what time it is. <laughs> he never said nothing. We ain't talk no more after that. He ain't never like confront me about it or nothing. And then I was too embarrassed to say anything to him. Matter of fact, no, he texted me. He said, wow. And, and it never said nothing else. <laughs> yup, you broke his heart. You, yeah, when, when niggas say wow, like it's real deal. Like, wow. Like, oh, when they say wow, that's their version of saying, wow, I could not believe that I gave you my heart and you tore it up. <laughs> one day I will heal from this hurt. But again, wow. I ain't mean to break his heart. I ain't know you was friends with my sneaky link. I, come on. And I still did He should have known that wasn't stopping nothing. Because y'all could have still kept talking. (laughs) But we never did. After that, wow was the last thing he said to me. I was just, I didn't turn around. When I turned around and looked at him the first time, I ain't turn around no more, never no more. Till till he got dropped off. (laughs) Dropped this nigga off immediately. (laughs) Immediately. (laughs) Immediately. (laughs) I am. I'm with him in the car. <laughs> Get him out. I want him out. <laughs> Not you in the car, bougie, just in the front seat. Like, who is who is this man? What she said, Hoppo, who is this man? <laughs> and my sneaky link never knew nothing. <laughs> we still had a good night. Sneaky link. Perfect. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Must try again. Oh my gosh. I don't have any like traumatic stories. Not for me. But, like, probably for somebody that I was fucking with. So, I went through a little cougar phase, you know? Like, I was fucking with somebody who was a little young. Not that much, because I ain't old. All right? I ain't old. I was, like, 
I was like 24. How old am I? How old am I? Let's see. All right. Yeah, I was like 23, 24. He was like 20, you know, but he was like young. Like he was young. So whatever. It was cute. Um, so um at that point, like he he lived in Canarsie and I was living in Bushwick. And so he was like, yo, I wanna come. I want to pull up on you. And I was like, all right, bet. Here's the address. But like, I had just moved to that apartment that I was in. So <clears throat> you cannot expect me to really know the address. Like, I don't, you know, I'm giving you my best guess. I just moved here. So whatever. He takes the train because he ain't have a car. I don't know how to pick up, Kayla. Not like you. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the train. And like, while I'm waiting for him, because Canarsie's not far, I took a nap. Like, I took a nap. Um, because I was getting ready to be fucked. So like I needed all my energy. So I, I just rejuvenate. Phone, I check my phone and there's like mad messages from him and mad calls. He's like, yo, I'm outside, I'm outside. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? And then I was like, oh shit. So I called him. I was like, hey, like, uh, what's up? Come upstairs. And he's like, I can't fucking believe you. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> I was like, I woke up. He's like, what fucking address did you give me? You know, I walked up in there and I walked straight into their apartment and it was somebody else's fucking apartment. I could have gotten shot. And I was like, but did you get shot? But did you I was, like, <laughs> I was like, but did you? And he goes, you got me out here fucking walking into random houses in fucking Brooklyn. Like, are you dumb? And I was like, but where are you? And he was like, I'm on the fucking train on my way back. And I was like, Wait, so you're not coming? Like, I was like, you're not gonna come. I could give you the right address this time. And I, I sent him the right address, but he he went home. He was mad. He was mad. And like now I feel like I can imagine how that's traumatizing for him, you know, just walking into somebody. But it's his fault, really, because who walk into somebody's house like that? Exactly. Why don't you knock on the door? Yeah. He was Well, he thought you was gonna be face down ass up. Right, he was he was listening to Usher on his way over there, thinking he was just gonna be in the mood. Right, <laughs> he came to that bitch ready, like, where is she? Like, they're like, what the fuck, sir? But nigga, wrong house. We ended up after that, so it was always forgiven, always forgiven. Okay, so you put him on after that. You put it on him after that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you made it up. You made it. I learned my up. address. Okay, and that's how that's how we love it. So with sneaky lick, sneaky links. Um, see, I'm getting a little drunk. I'm talking about sneaky links. Um, those are something too. That's the something too. Um, are sneaky links problematic? Do we think sneaky links, sneaky links are problematic? Sneaky links can be problematic because some motherfuckers don't know how to remain a sneaky link. They want to flex and and say, "Oh yeah, we be I, I be fucking with like nah, nigga, chill out." So yeah, they it can get problematic. I didn't had to cuss a few niggas out like like what the fuck. What you doing? <laughs> yeah. It could be problematic too. Like if you're not being honest with yourself about what you want, because that's my problem. I fell in love with one of my sneaky links. <laughs> I fell in love. I felt so in love. And I really thought, like, this was fresh out of high school. I was like, oh, I got it in me. This was when I was sexually liberated, y'all. I was like, yeah, I could fuck somebody and just fuck them and not catch feelings. No, the fuck I couldn't. Like, what the fuck was I saying? Mm. So it could be problematic if you're not really honest with yourself about what you're looking for. And if you don't have the accountability to, like, like you can't get mad. if You cannot get mad at a sneaky link for doing shit. Like, you have to be real, like, set those boundaries. You know what I mean? So if you don't set clear boundaries, then it could also get, you know, yeah. crazy. So 
So for me, in in um, phase one of my whole phase, no, actually phase two, sneaky links became very problematic because I fell in love with this motherfucking um, person, and we was we were sneaky linking for so long, <laughs> like we were sneaky linking for so, and it was the right, it always it was always the right sneaky link, it was always the right one at the right time at the, so we were sneaky linking for a long time, and then I fell in love, and then the motherfucker was like, I would I would never come out as gay, you can get your I won't do that. You want me to come out and say, I would never do it. I got to, you know, and I fell in love. And then that shit broke my heart. Mm. And then that started my phase three. <laughs> <laughs> Trauma response. <laughs> like, that, that's what started my phase three. But, you know, I'm grateful for all those experiences, though, that I had with uh, dudes who weren't, like, emotionally available. Um, because now, like, I'm... I, I stay far. Like, I'll be like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm not going to go down that road with you. Uh, we could be friends. Like, I'm like, but we can't be more than that. Um, and then if they just real persistent about it, like, I'll be like, okay, if you hit me up in my DM one more time, I'm going to send a screenshot to your baby mama. And then they leave. Like, they leave me alone. I'll be like, okay, that's all it takes. Period. I love that. Mm-hmm. I feel like ultimately, like with this episode, because, you know, this is going to come out the day before Valentine's Day. I just like I just want everybody in the world to experience love. Like, I just want everyone to feel love. You know, please read the book All About Love by Bell Hooks. That book is like fucking life changing. Um I'm like really drunk and I kind of want to take a shot. <laughs> like, let's do it. Let's do one to end the show. We got to take a, a outro shot. Like, let's do it. Let me go get Look, Kayla got her. Hold on. I got mine. Let's go. Get your shit. You, Yessie unprepared today, y'all. Cousins, Yessie is unprepared today. Unprepared? It was just. You're supposed to have your bar right next to you. I'm gonna keep it yes. Oh, she rocked with the Migos tonight. Mm. Oh, the Casamigos make the pussy go woo woo. <laughs> this shot is to all the lovers all the sneaky lings all the people in the middle of their whole faces may you prosper may you thrive and may you make sure to get tested that to make sure that y'all clean you know that's very important that's very we didn't touch on that but she important cheers take a real real shot I'll take a real one. I'll be having the worst ideas. No, you you turned yourself up. Cause All right. Ooh, so like I was saying, shout out to everybody. You know, whether you're in a whole phase, in a relationship, whatever. Happy Valentine's Day from us to y'all. We hope that, you know, y'all have a good day. If y'all don't fuck with Valentine's Day, that is also okay. We babysitting, us us three, we babysitting kids, $200 per kid. Let us know if you're interested. Um, if you need us to pop into your crib and pretend to be like a fake girlfriend or a fake boyfriend, we could do that too, 500 starting price. Um, let us know. But thank y'all so mm-hmm. much for rocking with us this episode. Make sure to tune in. Uh, when is it? I need to stop doing that. I need to... <laughs> Uh, let's just say two weeks from today the 27th tune in february 27th for our next episode and as always we gotta leave you with something to think about so zay what are we thinking about today so as we think about valentine's day and as we ponder on our love experiences and some of the things that we have watched on tv i have a question for you is tyler perry a drag queen 
All right, so with that, we're going to bid y'all farewell. Thank you, Kayla, for joining us. Woo-hoo! It's funny when it's speed up. It's your time, 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 time.